Welcome back to the Bristos Made a Baby podcast, season three, baby number three. I am your host, Becca. I am here with my lovely husband, Matt. We are together pretty much 24-7 between working, parenting, our two little girls, making our 1800s farmhouse our own. And trying to live our best, healthiest lives. We are so excited for this new season of life and to bring you guys along the journey for baby number three. Let's go. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back. I am super excited for today's episode because it is the final episode before the birth story. That's right. We had a baby. The baby is here. Baby's just chilling. I have a little nursing baby on my lap right now, but today's episode, excuse me, is not about his or her arrival. It is going to be about all of the fun stuff that went down leading up to the birth. Um, that drove me a little bit crazy, but that's okay. I was going to say, I'm surprised you called it fun. Yeah, that's with utmost sarcasm. Um, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about weeks 39 and 40. So the very end of my pregnancy, um, I did end up going past 41 weeks, which is not my first time doing that, but man, I really hope it's my last because it's just, it's not fun to go that far. Anyway, um, so let's just jump in because I feel like there's a lot, a lot to discuss. I'm ready to hop, hop on it. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Week 39, I feel like there wasn't that much action. I feel like I thought there was a lot of action, but then week 40 just kind of changed, changed all of that. Um, cause it was way more intense, but anyway, so week 39, um, started out actually kind of on a fun note, a really actually truly fun note, not a sarcastic fun note. Um, because we tried the infamous, um, eggplant parm. It's delicious. Which was really good. So if you've never heard of this, um, it's basically, there's this restaurant in, or outside of, I should say, Atlanta, Georgia, that is called Scalini's, I think. It's an Italian restaurant. And they have this eggplant parm dish. It's just their, like, you know, family recipe eggplant parm. And it is well known for putting women into labor like they even have this huge wall of photos in the restaurant of babies that were born within 48 hours of the moms eating this eggplant parm and there's like lots of articles about it online and you can actually like they have they have the recipe online so you could make it yourself at home and in like the articles I read um the owner of the restaurant was basically basically says you know he's totally lost track or lost count of how many times women have gone into labor within like the next day or so, or I guess had their baby within the next day or so. Like it's definitely in the thousands, which is just kind of nuts. Um, Anyway, so we decided to make the eggplant parm. So on like the first day of my 39th week, we went out, we bought all the ingredients um, and it's certainly a labor of love. Like it took me probably um, like three hours total to make it because there's just like a lot of time where the eggplant has to sit and there's, you know, baking time and there's just, there's a lot involved in making this. Um, but I was willing to try. Um, so I would say number one, first things first, it was, it was delicious. Yeah. It was well well worth it for me. All that work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of work and obviously it did not put me into labor, but no regrets because it was so, so good. Um, but I will say after eating it that night, I had like hours of period cramping and actually thought, could this be the start 
so there were things happening that's good yeah so it, it did cause some cramping which is just interesting um there's a lot of like fresh herbs in it i don't know if that's what it is um but everything's like pretty much from scratch except for they tell you to buy breadcrumbs like the sauces from scratch everything um so that night we were actually thinking you kind of panicked a little and uh, and you were like i need to like pack a bag like, oh yeah it's like baby's actually gonna come okay yeah Packed a bag, took a shower. He was like, we're not prepared. I was like, speak for yourself. My household bag's been packed. Did some laundry. <laughs> so that was a little wake-up call. And it was thrilling because I was like, man, this would be great. Like 39 weeks, go have a baby. Um, so anyway, went to bed and they completely stopped. But I will say, because I, the recipe makes a ton. So we had like a lot of leftovers. And I ate it like a few times for lunch throughout that week. And on, on the days that I ate it for lunch, like I was crampy all afternoon. So there is definitely something to it. I don't know what it is, but I am like a believer that if your body is ready to go into labor, like that might kickstart it. Um, but obviously my body was just not ready, but it was very strange because I got very crampy every time after I ate it. Um, so speaking of crampy, most nights that week... Um, I was like crampy before bed. They weren't like contractions, but they also weren't like period cramps. Like I feel like they were like somewhere in between. I don't really know how to describe them, but I did feel them mostly in my lower back. It just kind of felt like these like tightening. I mean, like I guess Braxton Hicks, I don't know. It was that anyway, that's what I was feeling. And it would happen um, not every night that week, but majority of the nights. Um, And it was a total tease because with my, um, when I went into labor with, uh, or went, went with Hayden's birth, sorry. Um, I went into labor on my own and it started that way. It started with period cramps that lasted like all day. And then they eventually just kind of like morphed into contractions. And then they eventually just got more intense as things went on. So every, every night this happened, I'm like, Ooh, oh my gosh, are we starting? Is this happening? Um, such a tease. I was way too invested in it too. I should have just never asked because I thought it was happening too. Yeah, every time you were like, "Ooh, you're cramping." Eventually, I was like, "All right, it's just not gonna happen." <laughs> yeah, we gave up hope. Like the first couple nights, I barely slept. I was like on edge, like, "Is she gonna pop up?" Right. And then eventually, I was just like, "All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna sleep." Yeah, it's it's really a mind um, messes with your mind. Anyway, so that was the main, you know, what went down week thirty nine, except for something that was kind of annoying. Um, Matt had to take an impromptu road trip about an hour away to pick up more mm. of my prescription. Because you were running out of the heparin. We didn't call in time to have it ready. Well, so they, they only, g- I, my doctor only gave me one, like he didn't give me any refills in the prescription. Um, and obviously like I need to take this blood thinner every day, twice a day up until birth. And he, it only came with like 25 and that didn't even get me to my due date. So I don't know, maybe he was just wishful thinking that like I wouldn't go to my due date, but I was pretty confident that I would. Anyway, so I mentioned in previous podcast episodes that heparin can be like kind of a pain in the butt to get. Like it's not always stocked in pharmacies and um, you have to kind of like jump through some hoops. And that definitely was the case this time. So I um, didn't, I didn't realize, I should have just checked that's on me, but I didn't realize I didn't have a refill. I just kind of like assumed I would because that I knew that that round didn't get me to my due date. So like two or three days before I was set to run out, I was like, oh, okay, I need to like, you know, call and get a new round. 
And they were like, oh, there's no refills for this prescription. And I was like, okay, crap. So then I, you know, called my doctor's office and they were like, no problem. We'll um, have a, you know, get him to do a refill right away. And then um, once they did that, I called again and they were like, okay, you can get this like five days from now. And I was like, ooh, that's not going to work. I guess they have to order it. I don't know. So then I called multiple different pharmacies within my area and I got bounced around to a bunch of different ones someone had heparin in stock and then she was like oh it literally expired yesterday I was like great so anyway Matt had to drive like about an hour away to a, a CVS that had it wasn't my I didn't mind it, it was a nice little yeah, you got vacation for me when you have kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little drive like that's not, listen, not not too bad listen to a podcast just yep. you know, cruising enjoy the road <laughs> Um, so that was kind of a bummer, um, and just like annoying and a little stressful to deal with at the end there. And I was kind of hoping I'm like, Oh, well maybe I'll just like go into labor before these actually run out. And this like, won't even be a thing. Didn't happen, obviously. So (laughs) there was a lot of that wishful, hopeful thinking going on. Um, which is really, again, messes with your mind. Um, okay. So that was week 39, not a whole lot to report. Then week 40, there was a lot of action started with my due date first day of week 40 is obviously my due date which just so happened to be what holiday fourth of july yeah <laughs> and it was weird because we weren't at the beach so it didn't feel right. like fourth of july did feel weird um so we do have a, a pool at our house which is really nice and we hung out by the pool and we swam and you know we celebrated just the four of us um but it really didn't feel like fourth of july um but it was a nice day celebrated kids went to sleep at seven didn't see the fireworks it was great <laughs> great celebration yeah Oh, man. Um, So that was all that really happened that day. It was just 4th of July. Um, The next day, so I was 40 weeks into one day. I did have my, like, next OB appointment, my, like, you know, 40-week appointment. Um, And I was two centimeters dilated still. Um, So I was two centimeters before. So it wasn't like we weren't – I wasn't, like, making any progress with these, like, you know, cramping situation I was feeling. Um, and they, she also didn't tell me if I was effaced or not. So I'm guessing that I wasn't, but I, I honestly don't know. She didn't discuss that and I forgot to ask. Um, but so it was two centimeters. So it was kind of like womp womp. Um, cause I was two centimeters two weeks before. Um, so at this appointment, we obviously discussed induction because they really didn't want me going far past 41 weeks. Um, And, you know, as much as I do not want to be induced, um, I was also like, you know, when you're in your 41st week, you're just like really ready to meet your baby. So I was just kind of trusting the process. I was trying to not stress over it. I still had an entire, like, you know, I had plenty of time before it came to that. And I was really um, feeling confident that it wouldn't come to that, or at least hopeful, I should say. Um, So she originally said, do you want to, she said, I'm, I'm going to be at the hospital for a 24 hour shift on Saturday. Do you want to come in on Saturday? And I wouldn't even be 41 weeks at that point. I think I'd be like 40 and five. And I was like, um, no, that's a hard pass. <laughs> so she was like, okay, well, the next time I'm on is Wednesday. So why don't we schedule it for Wednesday? So that would be 41 and two. And I felt a lot better with that because it gave me a lot more time. Um, so we decided that would be when this induction would be scheduled. Um, and we also talked about a uh, labor smoothie recipe, which she had mentioned before. And I was like, yeah, please, please give me that. So it's basically her, what she gave, it was like a little handout she gave me. Um, and it's basically the midwives brew. If you Google it, 
Um, but she, hers didn't have the, um, what was that tea? Lemon verbena. Yeah, it wasn't on the list. Yeah, it wasn't on the list. We also couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, so, and I had, obviously, I know what Midwives Brew is, and I was like, I'm going to do, like, all the things, but we could not find that tea anywhere. Like, literally, we went to a couple different stores. Wegmans has a lot of specialty stuff, and they did not have it. Um, so, I would have had to, like, order it on Amazon, and I wouldn't have gotten it for a couple of days. So I was like, okay. And I was ready to try it. So the next I decided I was going to try it the next day. I was just going to do her recipe, which is, um, apricot like juice nectar basically. So it's really sweet. So it helps to disguise the taste of the castor oil, which is the, the key ingredient. Um, and hers said to use two tablespoons, um, almond butter because that helps mitigate the effects of castor oil. Um, meaning like giving you horrendous diarrhea and then, and nausea, um, and then just ice. So you put those four things in a blender, blend it up and drink it down. So the next day I did that, I woke up in the morning and I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Um, I drank it around 1030. I drank it quickly. Um, what you're supposed to do. Um, a lot of things I read also said it's better to drink it warm, but I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. And her recipe said ice. So I was all about the ice. So anyway, drank it and it was actually not that bad. Like I thought I was going to be gagging because the castor oil, but it was very well masked. It was extremely sweet and tasted kind of funky with the almond butter, but it was actually, it was fine. Like I drank it and it was fine. Um, so I drank it around 1030 and this was 40 weeks, two days. So then around 2 PM, I came to you and I was like, I think I'm feeling contractions. Oh, I was ready. Called your mom. Yeah. So, but I, so the thing was they came in strong, like, or like they were frequent, I should say. So right around 2 PM, I was like, I think that was a contraction. And then a couple minutes later I was like, "Mm, yep, that was a contraction. So then I was kind of getting convinced that these were actually, you know, early labor contractions. So they were every two minutes apart. I started timing them pretty soon after, and they were coming two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, but they were not intense. So, you know, they weren't, I wasn't even really having to like breathe through them yet. I was like talking, um, but they did gradually intensify over like the next few hours. So after about probably an hour or so of these two minutes apart contractions, and of course the app, like the timing app kept saying, go to the hospital, go to the hospital, go to the hospital. And I was like, I just don't feel like I should, like these aren't intense. They don't feel like they're doing anything. So I was very conflicted, Um, but we ended up calling my mom told her that I wasn't sure if we were going to go in, but just to come over anyway, because this could move quickly. We don't know. Um, so she did come over and they continued to get more intense. However, every time I would sit and was off of my feet, um, they totally spaced out. They would come like five plus minutes apart. Um, and they calmed down, meaning they weren't nearly as intense. So that should have tipped me off that this is like not true labor. Um, but they were coming quickly and they were getting more intense. And I was a little bit worried. Like, I don't know, a lot of times things move with your third baby. My doctors kept telling me like, this could go really fast. So they wanted me to come in when they were five minutes apart. And obviously they started out two minutes apart. So I was just getting kind of nervous. I was also like kind of excited that this was finally it. So mom came over, texted my doula. And I was like, I think we're going to be going to the hospital soon. And then around 5 PM, so like three hours later, um, I had a few really intense contractions in a row when I was standing in the kitchen and everybody was upstairs. You called me. I missed your call. Yeah. So I called Matt and he didn't answer. 
And then, I don't know, eventually... You... I called back two minutes later. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, it's time to go. And he was like, okay, it's time to go. So... I, I had Hadley in the bath. Or... Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. And I think my mom was just playing with Hayden upstairs, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, we, within probably the next few minutes, got out of there, got in the car. And it was, like, it was intense. Like, I, I remember we sat down in the car and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I have to pee. Like, I don't want to have to hold my pee the whole time. Plus, that makes your contractions worse. Um... So I got back out of the car and went inside and it was like such a big deal to get back out of the car. Um, things just intensified very quickly. It was like, like, like a light switch. I was sweating, adrenaline high, pumping. Yeah. And I was, sh- I was shaky in the car. So I was like, oh my God, am I in transition? Like what's happening? But when we actually got in the car, they did, um, the contractions like did calm down. You had like two in 30 minutes. Yeah. Which is not abnormal like you often hear that like when you get in the car because there's just you know you're it's kind of like you've got adrenaline going now like you might have nerves and all of that can like counteract all that like good feel good oxytocin which is what you need to keep you know labor going um so i wasn't necessarily like uh, concerned that things were slowing down because the c- couple times that I had sat down in my house and things slowed down, as soon as I stood up, I got like, you know, three really strong contractions really close together in a row. So the whole time I was like, okay, when I step out of this car, it's going to probably hit me like a ton of bricks. So I just need to be ready. So we got out of the car and things did not, that did not happen. <laughs> um, contractions were still coming, um, but they were not nearly as intense as when I was at my house. Like they had completely calmed down. Um, but we still went in because they were still coming every, you know, few minutes. So we went in and we went into the triage waiting room and it was packed. So we waited for, I don't know, how long do we wait for? It felt like two hours. It's probably an hour, though, hour and a half. It felt so long. And I think... Probably because you weren't like screaming in the waiting room. Right. I was like really, I, I was very calm. And, you know, a lot of times I think maybe women come into labor that aren't like planning on having like a natural birth. So they don't maybe necessarily like do all of the, they don't have like affirmations and they're deep breathing down and all of that. So I probably seemed more, even more calm, but they really were not that difficult. So like I was breathing through them when they came, but in between I was just like chatting and talking. So our doula Carrie met us there. So we were just basically hanging out in this room or waiting room for what felt like forever Mm -hmm. and things really calmed down and I was getting like a little disappointed and it's interesting because I wonder if it had I wonder if like my body just either wasn't truly ready or I wonder if just like going to the hospital and like the you know the getting in the car and the having to talk to the lady at the front and like all these distractions and like the adrenaline and um you know, deep down, not really wanting to birth in a hospital, like all of these feelings were like coming up. And I wonder if, you know, we were having a home birth, which is what I would have loved, but it was not in the cards because of the whole blood clotting situation. Um, like, I wonder if, if we would have had a baby that night. Uh, I I mean, it's hard to say, but I mean, for the moment before we left and got in the car, it was like, it was super intense yeah and coming quick yeah, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened yeah so anyway so we finally get called back um 
and they, you know, had me put a hospital gun on. I lay down on the bed and they put the monitors on me and they said they were going to monitor me for about 30 minutes and then we would go from there and then they would also check me. So they did it for 30 minutes and everything. And I told them, I was like, when I sit or lay, it does calm down. And they were like, okay, well, like, let's just see. But I was like, but every time I'm on my feet, they're two minutes apart. And they were like, okay. Um, so anyway, laid down. 30 minutes later, the nurse comes back in and she's just like, yeah, so they're like seven minutes apart. Um, they don't seem to be super strong. And I was like, they're not like at all. Like, I don't even have to breathe through them at this point. I'm like, I can talk through them. Like they totally calmed down. Um, and then she checked me and said that I was, was I three centimeters? Yeah. I, I think, were you three to four at that point or just three? I, I think, think just three. three. Yeah. yeah. Three centimeters. So she was like, maybe two to three. She said, I forget. I think she said three, but I, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so there, there was some progress from the day before, um, from my two centimeters the day before at my OB, um, but not enough to like admit me. And also I wasn't, I wasn't having this like really intense labor pattern. So, but they didn't immediately send me home. <laughs> they said, why don't you go? They told me to, instructed me to go walk around the hospital for two hours, um, and see if I could get things going on my own again. And then they said, and then come back. And if you have progressed, we will admit you. And if you haven't, you can go home. So I didn't like love that plan. Yeah, I mean. Because what I was thinking was, if I'm going to be on my feet walking for two hours, just just to get me over the edge just a little bit, just to be like admitted in early like labor, this is going to be such a long haul and I'm going to like tire myself out before we even get going. Right. Really? So, and by that point, when we started walking, I mean, I feel like I wasn't even like in labor anymore. I had no, we over were just, that hour. We were just walking and talking. You didn't, yeah. you didn't even have to stop at all. No. Like, I think I had maybe like three contractions, like, and I was just talking through them. Um, so we were like, okay, we'll, we'll walk for an hour because this is probably going nowhere. And then after an hour, we'll probably just leave. So that's what ha- what happened. And the whole thing was just funny and discouraging, but funny because I literally like came into the hospital like this baby's going to be like coming out soon. And then I left the hospital just like la di da chatting like nothing happened. It was so weird. Yeah. And well, I guess we'll get to that next week, but that was a week before the baby was born. Pretty yeah. Much. An entire week before. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, you were like literally in labor. Mm hmm. So that was bizarre. So that was like true prodromal labor, like true contractions that intensified, but they didn't really cause any progress. Um, I've never experienced prodromal labor before. This was my first go and I got to say it wasn't my favorite thing, but so what it was crazy. So we're, you know, we're like chatting, laughing with my doula in the parking lot. Like, okay, well that was a fail. Like we're going to go home now you know, I'll let you know if anything happens, but like, we're just going to go home and go sleep. Like, LOL, this was a joke. Get in the car and immediately the contractions pick up again. Oh, right. I forgot about this. Yeah. Yeah. And you were trying to talk to me about like Airbnb stuff. Yeah. And I had at one point say, please stop talking. I was like, what is happening? We're just fine. (laughs) Because I was like, "I, I can't talk. I need to breathe through these. So the second we got in the car, intensified again, we got home. They were coming every few minutes again, and they were intense again. And I was like, this is a freaking joke. We're going to have to go back to the hospital. Like my labor picked up. And I was like, we were literally just there and got sent home. Like, I don't want to go back and have that happen again. So I was like, I'm just, I just want to go to bed. So I went upstairs. I'm like, 
you know, breathing through contractions while I'm like washing my face and brushing my teeth. And I was like, I just want to lay down and get in bed. And I was like, once I lay down, they're going to stop laid down. They didn't stop. They got even more intense. So now I'm like really thinking like, oh my God, we're going to go back to the hospital. And this is also another reason why I'm like, what I've had, if this was a home birth, what I've had a baby. Cause clearly I was more relaxed the second we left that hospital and my like labor picked up again. I don't know. We'll never know. But anyway, so laid down and they were still intense And so then I'm like, okay, I'm literally, I'm going to like be in all the positions and see if my contractions slow down or if they just keep coming. So first I laid down for a while. They were intense. They kept coming. I was having to breathe through them and really focus. Then for a while I stood up on my feet again, still coming. Then I even was like, okay, I'm going to get in this like reclined position (laughs) that they put me in, in triage, um, to see if the contract, cause the contractions almost like basically came to a halt. Like they weren't intense at all. Um, when I was there. So I was like, I'm going to lay in that position see if they still come strong. And they did. So that was probably about two hours of laboring in our bedroom. And around 1am, I was like, man, we are like literally going to go have to go back to the hospital. So I'm like, do I get up and like get ready? Like, what am I doing? And then all of a sudden I just got like, I just like hit a wall, like exhaustion. And I just remember thinking, I just want to lay down. I just want to lay down. And I remember thinking, this is probably a bad idea because like this baby's going to come soon and we probably should be like the smart thing would be to go to the hospital now. But I was just so tired that I didn't care. So I just laid down and probably within like two minutes passed out and everything completely stopped. Do you just know, I mean, obviously like, I guess you would have woken up if it was still going. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would have at least felt them. Like I may have kind of slept through them. But I mean, I went to bed and slept like a baby, like gotcha. there was nothing. Um, and I mean, I had been having nights here and there where I was like crampy overnight and was like aware of it, but still asleep. And that was not happening. So like true prodromal labor back to back in the same 24 hours. So then the next day woke up like nothing happened. <laughs> I was completely fine. It was so bizarre. I had no contractions. I had no cramping. And so this was 40 weeks, three days. And it was just like, what is going on? Like complete false alarm. Thought I was having a baby last night twice. And then nothing, literally nothing. But then that night, like my saving grace, because now I'm like in a total weird headspace, I lost my mucus plug. Mm. And I got so excited because when I lost my mucus plug with Hayden, um, that was like the start of my early labor and she was born like a day and a half later. So I'm like, okay, all right, we're like making progress. Those contractions did cause some cervical change. The mucus plug is out. Like labor is going to be starting in like the next day. So I felt so relieved and so happy. And I was like kind of on cloud nine. Um, and my mucus plug was, sorry, this is TMI, I guess, but you guys are used to at this point. It was huge. It was huge. Oh my goodness. It came out in like multiple sections, like over the next 12 hours. Um, and it was just, it just kept coming. I was like, Oh my God, this is a lot. So that was kind of interesting. Um, so anyway, so that was 40 weeks, three days, next day, 40 weeks, four days, woke up to some light period cramping. So this is like identical to Hayden's birth. I lost my mucus plug overnight the next day, I remember was a Saturday. I had light period cramps all day. And then by like 10 PM Saturday night, they had switched to contractions. She was born the next day at noon. 
So light period cramping and mild contractions in the morning. Um, I couldn't feel them much. They were like so gentle, but my belly was like really rock hard and, um, you know, could really <clears throat> feel that things were starting. Then around 2, 2.30 PM, I had my first noticeable contraction and it wasn't a period cramp. It was definitely a contraction and they continued all throughout the afternoon. They were getting more intense as the afternoon went on, but they were still manageable. Um, and then when, by the time you're putting th- the girls to bed around 7 PM, um, I was like really like breathing and swaying through them. Like I remember we were in their bathroom brushing their teeth and I was like really working through contractions and like reading Hayden's book or uh, Hayden books before bed. I had to like stop a couple times to breathe. Things were really picking up. I'm like, okay, here we go. This is like identical to Hayden's birth. This is happening. I'm probably going to like go into labor for real tonight. Um, so I texted my doula, I let her know. And I literally said to her, if I'm a betting woman, this baby will come on the ninth, which was the next day. Um, so we, and do you remember like we were sitting outside in the afternoon and you were like, should I post a story of you? And you were like, <laughs> like in early labor or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Like we really yes. thought it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, man. I wanted to go, I wanted to go live on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I was like, absolutely not. So we put the girls to sleep and then I, I was like, okay, I'm going to um, lay down on the couch and just rest because I'm probably have like a marathon like approaching it any hour now. Um, so I told my dual, I was just going to lay down and just relax for the rest of the night and really like tune into the contractions and maybe even start timing them. Um, and when I laid down, they slowly over the next couple of hours, just like dissipated, which was so disappointing. And then by the time we went to bed around 10 PM, they were at a, like a full stall, like no contractions Just just the theme of the week, theme of the pregnancy. Yeah, it was just, oh my gosh. So then next day, nothing at all. (laughs) Um, Just no contractions, no cramping. Again, just chilling, like nothing happened. And I also wanted to mention, so I knew that my doctors were on this week. Like I knew which days that they were on. And then I obviously knew on this Saturday, um, which was 40 weeks and five days, that my favorite doctor was there for full 24 hours. So I just kept, I kept playing in my mind, like the game of like, okay, well, if I go into labor now, it will probably be this amount of hours, this many hours, and she'll still be there and da, 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 da. And like, I did this all week long. Like every time I would feel like cramps or contractions or whatever, I kept playing this game in my head of like, will my doctor be there or not? <laughs> um, and it was just, it's so messed with my mind. I almost wish I just didn't even know what days that they were there and was just like open to whatever doctor was on because it really made it even more like challenging mentally, all those mental gymnastics. Um, so anyway, took a long hot shower that morning, was feeling nothing and was just kind of defeated. But, you know, I just wanted to like have a little self love. So took a long hot shower. I washed my hair. I did my hair like the whole the whole nine. Um, and I wrote down that the only benefit of all of this back and forth and ba- oh, I don't know if you guys heard that. Uh, oh, baby poop. You feel, you feel better, but baby. Um, anyway, so. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I lost my train of thought. Thank you, baby. Um, but oh, the only benefit of all this back and forth was that it definitely gives you like a just let's go kind of attitude for when labor does finally begin. Like there's no fear anymore. You're just so over it that you were like when it's when it's time, like it's time. And I'm just like so excited and ready for it. 
Um, so that is one benefit. Like there's really, it, it, it kind of knocks out like the fear and like, I don't know, worry. Cause you're just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> um, anyway, so then finally 40 weeks and six days, which is the final day of my 40th week, um, was my Your birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Number 30. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Big old poop. Need the diaper change. Um, the whole time I was, uh, not expecting to be here for her birthday. So I don't, I, I had gotten her gift, but like I had like nothing planned because I figured we'd be in the hospital or like have a newborn. Yep. It's like the day before I was like scrambling. I was like, oh wow. After all this, all these labor scares, we're going to be here. So I got to figure something out. So I, what, Saturday night, the night before, yeah. after the kids were asleep, I ran out, went to Target, got some balloons. Yeah. Happy birthday balloons, 30 balloon, three, three and a zero. Uh, what else? Birthday cards. Because I had already written a birthday card. Oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> I, I wrote a birthday card days before when she was like, we're probably going to the hospital soon. So I, like, I wrote this like big note about like, wow, you're 30. You have three kids now. We're sitting in the hospital. It's not ideal, but we have a beautiful gift here. LOL. So I had to get a new card to write a new note because <laughs> we didn't have a baby yet. So. Oh, man. Yeah. I did. I really did not think like this whole pregnancy knowing that i was doing the fourth my birthday was on the 10th it never crossed my mind that i would still be pregnant on my birthday like i just assumed i was going to be like in bed freshly postpartum or like possibly in the hospital but um so that was just kind of not that it was disappointing because it it actually was like a really nice day like i think it kind of worked out because i didn't think we were gonna like get to sell do anything really to celebrate my birthday it was just gonna be like another day little french toast bake in the morning oh yeah you made that for us that was really good you were like in the kitchen whipping stuff up all yeah. night went to a nice mass we did we went, went to, to a mass. Nice, it was a great service that morning and then we <laughs> went to uh brunch with my mom with your mom my poor mom she was on baby watch because she was set to watch the girls when i did finally go into labor and she's normally at the beach like all summer so she's been home all summer yeah like by herself yeah, not by herself but my dad's also home most of the time but he goes down on the weekends because he wants to go to the beach right and i just like felt so bad and she her birthday's on july 2nd so she was home on her birthday and we were like trying to make it special for her but we're like i know this is like not what you want <laughs> so she was really a trooper but um i just i just felt bad because i just you know and obviously she was happy to do it and she said she didn't mind of course but i still felt bad um, but yeah, so we had a nice day. We went to brunch. We just like got to celebrate it and it was nice. Um, so that was nice. And then just, you know, icing on the birthday cake. When I went to bed that night, I actually woke up to contractions. So the theme all along has been like every time I lay down, they stop. Um, but I went, we went to bed probably around 10 and I woke up at 11 um, to a contraction. And that continued till about 2 a.m., so I'm like, okay, are things happening? Are we like finally going into labor? Like what's going on? These contractions woke me up. Um, but then around 2 a.m., so what is that, like two, three hours later, again, everything just like sputtered out. I fell back asleep and, um, you know, nothing really happened. But literally in the middle of the night, because I was at this point, I think I was starting to like lose my mind a little bit. I did do um, the mile circuit laying in bed in the dark 
while Matt was asleep next to me, which if you look it up, because the whole time I kept thinking like, is the baby just like not in a good position? Like they're clearly not engaged. Like my body keeps trying to go into labor. Um, you know, one of the times the castor oil definitely helped that cause. Um, but you know, it just like, it couldn't continue. So I'm like, I think the baby's just like not in the right position. Like I kept thinking that that was the problem. So the mild circuit, if you Google it, it's like three, um, these two, uh, I think it's like a doula and a midwife came up with it, but it's like three different positions that you have to hold, um, for 30 minutes each. And they are supposed to be done like subsequently back to back while you're having contractions, or it could be like when you're not having contractions. Um, but it's typically done along with contractions, um, to get the baby in like the most optimal position. So I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm awake in the middle of the night laboring. I might as well try this. So I did it and it was weird. Like the first, first position is like really uncomfortable. You're like with your butt up in the air and you're like chest on the, well, it was on the bed. Um, and then the second position is like a sideline position. And then the third one, you're just supposed to like move your pelvis around so you can do like curb walking outside which I obviously didn't do that in the middle of the night you can um do like uh hip rotations on a exercise ball um anything like that so when I was in the first one and the second one both times I almost like felt the baby shift and I I wasn't really having many contractions at all at this point because by the time I started doing this it was like at the tail end it was like closer to 2 a.m and everything was slowing down but both times I like felt the baby move like low, like low in my pelvis, like basically the head moving. And then immediately a contraction started. So I was like really hopeful that maybe the baby actually like was shifting and finally like engaging in that like perfect position. Um, and that happened in the first two positions that I was in. Um, so I was like, Ooh, Oh my gosh, maybe this is happening. Uh, Or maybe this is actually doing something it needs to do. Um, but then of course, no, two by 2am I fell back asleep and everything was done. So that was weeks 39 and 40. Quite a week. Quite a week. Oh my gosh. I was just spent by the end of this week. I was just so ready to be done. So many false alarms. So many times I got my hopes up and then they got dashed. Um, And there's also just this underlying thing the whole time where you're just so excited to meet your baby. You've been waiting so long, like months and months and months of waiting to meet them and you're just so excited and every time this happens you're like oh my gosh we're gonna meet our baby like today is the day and then you're like no no I don't get to meet you today and it's just it's just disappointing um so shout out to all the moms who have ever experienced prodromal labor because now I get it and woof it is not fun and also just shout out to all the moms who like get to their due date and even go past their due date because that's really when I feel like the mental difficulty sets in. It's just, you are just done. You are just ready to meet your baby. You are, you know, also at a moment's notice, you could like essentially have to like start running a marathon. Like I kept thinking about that. Like, I feel like I'm just like waiting around at like the start line of a marathon and I've run, I've run a marathon before. So like, I know the feeling of like that anticipation And it's just so difficult because you, everything you do, you're like, should I not be doing this? Because like, what if I go into labor in like the next few hours? And like, is this going to tire me out? Should we not like go to this place? Like you're just constantly like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So anyway, it's just tough. It's a tough place to be. 
Um, and even though it doesn't last very long, it just feels very long when you're in it. Um, but anyway, so that's, that is the lead up. Luckily baby came not too long after this. Yeah. Very soon after. Yeah. Um, so on that note, we will be back in the next episode to share our little baby's birth story. Can't wait. Wow. That week was worse than I thought after hearing it all back. <laughs> I know. I actually forgot about the last set of prodromal labor until I looked at my notes. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I must have not even been awake for that. I don't even think you told me about that. Maybe you did. I probably did the next day, but at yeah. that point, it was like, what else is new? Right. True. <laughs> yeah, I slept through that when you were doing those stretches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I definitely told you about it because you were like, wait, you did that in bed? Like, yeah, right that's there? right. That's right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you were asleep. Um, yep. All right. So super excited to be back in the next episode, hopefully soon, to share the birth story so much more fun yes. to share that than this because <laughs> a baby came yeah a baby came so um if you follow me on instagram then you already know if we had a girl or if we had a boy um and their name so if you are not following me on instagram um definitely go over there so you don't have to wait until the next episode to find out but on instagram i haven't like shared the birth story yet so that is going to be coming on the podcast so at becca bristow yeah at becca bristow is my instagram stay tuned for birth story episode that we're so excited to share and we will talk to you guys then all right bye